up what is up everybody you are now tuning in into the long-awaited official season one episode one of the girl genius podcast hosted by yours truly moesha m to the o to the (laughs) that's i get that all the time every time somebody realizes like what my name is I'm always I always got to dance to the theme music so I thought I would just add that today but per usual I'm here to give you all the tea facts and opinions period (laughs) y'all gonna learn that's my favorite word so who child it has been a wow but I am back like I never left and I hope you guys are ready for the first season the first official season of girl genius so let's hop right on to today's episode so today we're going to be discussing three topics uh so the first topic we're going to be discussing is life updates because i want to address the elephant in the room where have i been all these months like where you where you been girl like you're not just about to slide up in here and just start talking without telling these people where you been period (laughs) so the next thing we're going to be talking about Uh, which is something that I think is very necessary is luxury for black women. It's a very great topic being that it is Black History Month. And then the last topic we're going to be discussing is something that's near and dear to my heart, self-care and treating ourselves. I know that's something that we tend to put on the back burner. So we will definitely be discussing some ways that you can care for yourself and treat yourself. All right. So are y'all ready for this? Are are y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? All right, then. Okay. (laughs) Let's get into the first topic, which is life updates. Where have I been? Okay. So, y'all, just to put it simply, I have just been trying to get my life together, like, in so many different areas, rather than be assessing my friendships, assessing, you know, my romantic relationships, um like trying to see like are you spending enough time with your family are you spending enough time with yourself uh just assessing like where I am in life where I would like to be in and just trying to figure out what should take top priority in my life and what what I should be focusing on so uh if if many of you don't know I actually moved to Houston Texas this was a rather spontaneous decision I had just got a new job last year in 2021 towards the beginning of the year. And so it was just like, I've, I've been thinking about Houston, thinking about Dallas, thinking about these places that I can move just as a step out of Louisiana. So people always ask me like, what brought you out here? A job? No, it wasn't a job. It was more so literally just stepping outside of Louisiana, you know, like learning more about the world trying to explore more no no you know legitimate reason which I think getting like leaving your home state is reason enough you know so yeah I moved out to Houston I've been here for almost seven months actually this coming week will make seven months so that has been a journey for me started off rocky I feel like I'm just getting to a point where I'm making the right moves. Um, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can see, you know, my goals coming into place and and everything like that. So if you're thinking about moving to another state, y'all know y'all know I'ma tell you do it. 
Like, don't worry about it. Trust God and do it because that's exactly what I had to do. And whenever you whenever you trust God, you can't just trust God. And then as soon as things get rocky, it's like, oh, like you stop trusting God. Like, no, you got to trust God through that, through the rockiness. You got to trust God through whatever it is, whatever situation you're put in. After you make those next steps and you make that decision to move, like you have to trust God through it all because it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. And, and that's your test. You know, like you have to get through that test to get to where you see yourself being. So, yeah, moved to Houston, been here. I'm loving it. I'm just starting to get out the house and do stuff. So uh, I'm I'm definitely excited to be here. Um, I actually started working two jobs. So I told y'all about the one job that was a work from home job. Uh, that I had began working last year in April. Now I'm working at a school as an academic school counselor for elementary school. So that's my full-time, part-time working from home. So your girl has two jobs. (laughs) You know, I'm a hard worker. I'm a hustler, babysitting on the side. I do my thing, period. (laughs) And so really what what season I'm in in life right now is learning how to find a balance. So you guys know I do the podcast. I've had the YouTube. I'm writing my own book, um, life coaching. So how can I find that balance of working and making money while also doing these things on the side until I build a foundation for what I'm actually trying to do in life? And that's where I'm at right now. So me and me and God working on that, you know, I'll I'll keep y'all <laughs> updated on that. But right now, yeah, the focus is finding a balance. All right, y'all. So now that y'all know kind of just a, a brief summary of what's been going on with me since my last podcast episode, I'm going to go ahead and hop right into our next topic, which is going to be luxury for black women. Let me say that again. Luxury for black women. Okay, so what exactly is luxury for black women? What is your definition of luxury for black women? When you hear when you hear that, what exactly comes to mind? I want to give you guys a moment to think about that. What is luxury? What is luxury for a black woman? And so I'll give you guys my loose definition uh, of luxury for black women. And, and when I think of it, I think of booking trips. I think of, you know, the girls trips, the solo trips, treating yourself, buying yourself nice things. It doesn't mean that you have to go all out, you know, getting designer, getting all this, spending a bunch of money. But it does mean that you got to slowly, but for surely, Build a lifestyle of luxury for yourself. So if that means one designer bag in February and you don't get the next one until April, like, you know, it just means slowly building that lifestyle that you want for yourself. And and I don't know about y'all, but I want that lifestyle. That is my goal. I love modern apartments, houses. I want to live in something modern. You know, I I want to have my bags. I, I love dressing cute. Like, I love a good outfit. Like, how many of y'all put on an outfit 
and you literally feel like luxury like it's real you can the clothes that you wear the hair that is on your head your nails being done your toes being done your shoes like all of those things actually I don't know about y'all but those things make me feel good about myself and it's not that I'm a materialistic person but it's like this is something that I worked hard for and this is something that's a, a gift for me this is me treating myself you know I didn't grow up with these things I didn't grow up with the designer you know all of those things so when I wear those things I feel good like rather it's is $200 or $2 cuz one thing about me what y'all going to realize is that if somebody tell me they like my outfit baby I'm about to tell you oh yeah I got that from Shein for $2 like I'm I love to tell people how inexpensive my clothes are <laughs> it's a thing so like it, it, for me it's not even about what's expensive it's about like when you put on your clothes do you feel like luxury rather it came from from uh michael kors rather it came from telfer rather it came from the thrift store from fashion nova like regardless of where you're getting your things from it's about your perspective and how you feel and if it feels luxury to you. Okay. So, um, my next question is, do you guys feel like black women are discouraged from living a luxurious, uh, a luxurious life or a luxurious lifestyle? Uh, so for me personally, I'm gonna give, like I said, I'm gonna give y'all some time to think on that. Do you feel like black women are discouraged from living a luxurious lifestyle? And I'm going to go ahead and give you guys my perspective on it in the meantime. So me personally, I feel like a lot of the times when black women begin to live a luxurious lifestyle is automatically seen as bougie or stuck up. You know, if we like nice things, if we want to have nice things, we're no, we, we're looked at as being bougie. She's stuck up. And I lo I low-key feel like we have to prove ourselves sometimes. Like once you start wearing the designer, once you start booking trips and stuff like that, I low-key, like low-key, high-key. I've been peeped that you like. <laughs> I lie. But so, and that's, this is just my opinion. And the world is changing. The world is changing and swiftly. So this may not even be a thing anymore. You know, I think that we're coming around to, you know, black people having nice things. But for so long, it's like if she has, if she's wearing nothing but designer, she bougie, she stuck up. It's almost like we have to prove ourselves. Like I'm still me. Nothing has changed but the way that I choose to live my life, you know. And I don't think that we should have to prove ourselves. So, uh in terms of answering that question are black women discouraged from living a luxurious life it's not necessarily that people are directly discouraging us but it's just the anxiety that comes with it or just feeling like you have to prove that no like i i'm still moesha like nothing has changed i'ma still talk to you i'ma you know and that just that might just be me but that's my opinion on it okay I would love to hear y'all's. I would love to hear y'all's uh perspective. And I know I can't y'all can't talk back to me on the podcast, but reach out to me. Like I love having these conversations. So my next question 
is going to be what are some tips for black women to start living a luxurious lifestyle when the finances are not there and you know that is typically the issue we struggle on the financial side so what can we do to begin that that luxurious lifestyle when we just don't have the finances when the finances are just not feasible and so here are some tips from me something that i did and i'm so happy that i did it i created a you deserve list because you deserve i deserve we deserve i created a you deserve list and what this list entails is just like a bunch of like just really writing or i have it in a notes app in my phone and so anytime i actually buy something for myself off of the list I mark it off because, you know, you can do the checklist on your notes app. So I made it in the notes app on my phone and I um, I basically made a list of all of the things that I want to get for myself. Regular massages. I might want an MK bag. I may want a Telfer bag. Um, I may want uh, to go to the spa may want a vajayshul like what are those things that you're seeing and every time you like if you're on social media and you see something that you want add it to your you deserve list don't let it depress you don't let it get you under because it's like oh i can't afford to get that right now like that's your motivation i'm putting this on my you deserve list and at some point I'm going to get this for myself. It can, And you can do it with things that like you can put expensive things on there. You can put things that are more feasible for you right now. And the goal is to just start once you get money, just get one thing off of that list. So you might have came you might come into some money. Your taxes coming up. You know, you may come into some money next week. And maybe you have a little bit of extra. Let's look at my you deserve list and see what I can get off of my list for myself because what because I deserve it period and we have to start believing that we deserve so that you deserve list is just a reminder of the things that you deserve out of life you don't deserve to just work and pay bills no that is not a life worth living in my personal opinion so get those like even if it's like you put on your you deserve list i deserve a trip to the thrift store get me about five shirts like it does it it can be inexpensive you know so that's my uh that's my tip on how you can start Uh, another tip is going to be finding a side hustle like even if it only brings you in 100 200 300 dollars a month for instance, I babysit on the side, you know, so uh, that's something that brings me a couple of extra coins in a month. You can DoorDash, you can Instacart, Uber, Lyft, you can do buying and reselling, Poshmark. If your closet is full and you don't really, you know, I'm not going to wear some of this stuff, let me go ahead and put it on Poshmark, you know. Think of those things that you can do to create a side hustle for yourself. And it, like I said, does not have to bring in tons of money. If you have an extra two to $300 coming in a month, like that's 200 to $300 of things that you can get for yourself. Or if you got, if you're, if you're in debt and you're trying to pay off some debt, that's 200, 300 extra dollars to put towards your debt. So you can get closer to your financial goals. So it's all about how you spend it. It's all about what you're doing, how you're using your head to create opportunities for yourself. Um, 
So another tip is to assess your finances, you know, um, create your ideal financial situation. So where would you like to be ideally? If you could wake up tomorrow and a miracle happen with your finances, where would you be? What would your finances look like? And then ask yourself, where am I now? Like, what do my finances look like now? And how can I bridge that gap? So how can I get myself from point A, where my finances are currently, to point B, where I would like them to be ideally? And then start coming up with your next steps and your plan to bridge that gap. Because in order to do better, you have to want better and you have to take those next steps. You have to be the change that you want to see. So that's just that's just some tips from me on, you know, some ways that you can start, you know, building that foundation to living a luxurious lifestyle. And don't get me wrong, I am not living a luxurious lifestyle. Low key, uh, semi maybe. In my in my opinion, it's luxurious for me, for what I can do financially. So whatever luxury whatever is luxurious to you does not have to look like what's luxurious to somebody else. So let's, let's, let's remember that too. Okay. All right. So now that we've, we've gone over that topic, I know I I said a lot there. That's a lot to take in, but it's some good, it's some good things to, to take in. Like it's some, it's some good things to, to be like, okay, let me take this and implement it in my life and, and see what happens, you know? Uh, so I did say that we were going to talk about self-care and treating ourselves and, and what that what does that look like um and i kind of already like you know this this really goes hand in hand with you know creating the you deserve list and and just doing stuff for yourself making that room in your life where you can treat yourself and you can take care of yourself so my definition of self care is anything that brings you peace joy and pours into you it can be reading. It can be taking a hot bath. It can be going to walk in the park because you just love the vibe that a peaceful park gives. It can be whatever, let me say it again, whatever or anything that brings you peace, joy, and pours into you. So really think about that. What brings you peace? Is it music? Is it watching a TV show? What brings you joy? What makes you happy? What pours into you? So when you're feeling that lack of energy, lack of motivation, lack of inspiration, what are those things that you can do that are going to fill your cup right back up? You know, like ask yourself these things. And those are the things that you need to be doing for self-care. I mentioned the you deserve list. That's a great way to start off with your self-care. That's a great way to to really start having that list of things that you feel like bring you peace and joy. Those things that re-energize you, you know, make that list just like you're making the you deserve list, make you that self-care list. Um, And I think that's always a great start. Always a great start. Making that list. For me personally, I love a good list, child. Like, I love a good list. (laughs) Um, Also, one thing I would like to bring up is how often we put self-care on the back burner. We put self-care on the back burner because we have these jobs. 
we may have children, we may be struggling with anxiety, depression, all of these things in life that we feel like a requirement, like I got to take care of my kids, I got to go to work, you know, all of these things that we feel like are are a requirement, but then self-care becomes like lower on the priority list. Like I don't, I don't gotta do that. I don't have to do any self-care activities. It's not a requirement, but yes, it is. It may not be like a job where you have somebody standing over you. Like if I miss a day of work, I might, you know, there may be some type of consequence. It's not like that. But in terms of you living, in terms of you giving to others, in terms of you being able to get out of your bed in the morning and feel inspired, feel motivated, feel like yourself, self-care is a priority. It's a requirement. And so what I like to tell my uh, counseling clients is find ways to turn the things that you already do into self-care, such as if you're taking a if you're taking a hot shower every night before bed, what about doing a bubble bath instead tonight? You know, maybe doing a face mask instead of a face wash. You know, so the things that you're already doing and you're saying, "Oh, I don't have time for self-care." Look at the assess your life, look at the things that you're already doing and say, "Okay, how can I kind of tweak this and, and turn it into some self-care, some time where I'm sitting with myself and I'm I'm loving on myself. Like, uh, you know, instead of hopping in the shower and hopping out, like really sitting in the hot, in the hot bubble bath and like enjoying that time with yourself, really unwinding for the day. So that's, that's just my advice for those of us who have a lot to do, who who really struggle with keeping or prioritizing that self-care. All right. So like I said, a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things have been talked about, but I think that these are all good things and I would love to hear your opinions on it. Uh, But that's pretty much all I have for you on those topics today. So before we end today's episode, let's have some fun. You know, I like to, to to end my podcast with a little bit of fun. So I think it's time for a pop quiz and the category is history. All right, let's do it. So if history not your strong suit, you might want to sit down for this one. <laughs> I love, I love history. History is my favorite subject in high school. So are y'all ready? The question is, what year did the Great Depression begin? I'm going to ask it again. What year did the Great Depression begin? You got A, 1935, B, 1910, C, 1929, and D, 1920. All right. So 1935, 1910, 1929, or 1920. Let's get a drum roll. And the answer is 1929. So if you guess this, you got it correct. Congratulations. There is no prize. There is no prize. But The prize is that you are an intelligent young woman, young man, whoever you are. 
that that's surprising itself <laughs> all right now that today's episode is coming to an end i would like to request that you share this podcast with a friend and hit me up on social media with any topics you want to hear on this podcast so my instagram is at just moesha spelled just like the show m-o-e-s-h-a m to the o to the so at just moesha and then underscore all right so i truly appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode and bearing with me for all of these months that i have been absent i promise y'all i'm going to do better i'm going to make it my personal goal to stay consistent uh so see you next time and as usual i hope you enjoyed this episode of girl genius with yours truly bye y'all